You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee's two-day meeting has just concluded. With me now is Cesar Kele Corbus, fixed income analyst at 91 in Cape Town. Cisa, what happened? The Reserve Bank uh, this afternoon increased the repo rate by 50 basis points. Um, this was um, entirely as uh, we had expected, and the market expected 50 basis points as well. So the only surprise um, to our numbers, to our expectation, was that they didn't increase the inflation forecasts as we would have thought in the near term. But the change in the ripple, all expected. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Because if you look at the UK inflation rate, which came out yesterday morning at 9%, that's uh, Wednesday, mm. by the way, it came out at 9%. And here we are, South Africa at 5.9%. The US is running at 8%. Suddenly, South Africa yeah. is doing better inflation-wise than the so-called yeah. developed world. It's, it's an extraordinary situation. Yeah. You would never have expected that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think how I look at it is that all countries are still paying uh, for the impacts of COVID. South Africa is paying through relatively lower growth and the other countries and the other countries are paying through higher inflation. So the reason our inflation has been well behaved is that we still have a negative output gap. And our production, GDP production, is still at levels that are below 2019 levels. So they're paying by inflation, we're paying through growth. The 5.9% print that we saw, which we've just referenced, is unlikely Mm. to stay that way, though, isn't it? I I would have thought, I don't know what your expectations are at 91 in Cape Town, but I would have thought with the petrol price uh, due to shoot up, I would have thought Mm. the 5.9% will be a distant memory next month. So, yes, uh, Lindsay, the 5.9% is going to be the last print that we'll see over the next 12 months um, that will be within um, the target band of the of the Reserve Bank. From May onwards, we'll start to see inflation prints that are above 6%. My expectation currently is that the June imp- inflation print will be um, even scarier and will be quite close to 7%. And the reason for that is that currently we are expecting a 3.50 increase in petrol. 2 rand is driven by market movements and the 150 is is driven by the reversal of the fuel levy cut that the government had offered two months ago. Do you think that the also the the lack of demand within the South African economy obviously is picking up post covid or mm. what people perceive as post covid it it will pick up but it's also the lack of demand is also reining in inflation if you like uh, but also the other thing that's particularly gratifying and is meaning that our inflation print is less glamorous than other countries, if glamorous is the right word, is the stability of the South African rand. Because normally when there's a risk-off trade on in global markets, which there is at the moment, with dramatic effects in some countries, the, the rand is relatively stable, which is, which is actually very gratifying. But at some stage, if the rand starts to go, which it might do because of the strength of the US dollar, then things could change even more dramatically than the 7% that you've been talking about. Yeah, potentially. So, I mean, our expectation, you remember when you uh, spoke to my colleague in the March sub decision, was that they'll be steady as they go, 25 basis points. But when we saw the quick reversal in the RAND and the weakness that we saw in April, 
then the inflation dynamics started to change quite quickly. So you are right. Uh, the terms of trade have, have been sort of supporting um, the RAND um, uh, for, for most of uh, uh, the year. In April, the RAND unraveled a little bit. But I think that change and potential further weakness in the RAND um, um, could be uh, inflationary. With the amount of volatility there are on markets worldwide and asset classes worldwide, and South Africa is, of course, caught up in that maelstrom, what is your forecast at 91 uh, for the future? Difficult to look into a crystal ball at the moment because of an ever-changing situation. But what do you think? Where do you think the Reserve Bank might stop in its interest hiking cycle? So, I mean, our expectation was that they'll go 50. So uh, we had that expectation given the inflation dynamics. Um, we think in July um, they'll go 50 again. As I said um, at the beginning, we think they haven't revised the current, the near-term inflation risk. Um, they haven't revised them as sufficiently in their numbers. So we think we'll see another revision in the inflation numbers by July, and that um, also resulting in another 50 basis points uh, increase in rates. And if um, those uh, risks are materializing particularly the food inflation risks. If we start to see them in the numbers by July, then um, they'll continue with the 25 uh, from September. But then if by July we see that, okay, the inflationary dynamics in soft commodity is not feeding through into food inflation, then they may pause in September. But currently now we think July 50 is to be expected. See, so just very finally, how was Lesetja Kanyago? Did he have a cautious demeanour? Did he have an upbeat demeanour? Did he seem calm? Because he's a very calm person, I think. What did you yeah. make of what he said uh, post-decision? I think, yeah, he was, he was quite calm, I think. I think, I mean, the team was expecting a 50. And at the beginning of his presentation, like toward, like, most of it, we were starting to be concerned that um, he'll move by 25 instead, given his calm and sort of balanced demeanor and the balanced reading of the statement. We were like, okay, shucks, it doesn't seem like they think these inflation risks are materializing. Um, but um, at the end, they did deliver the, the 50 basis points um, as expected. But I think they're calm and they are um, sort of mindful of the fact that the economy um, is relatively uh, weak. They've also revised their 2022 GDP growth forecast from 2%, which they were expecting in March, to 1.7% currently. So I think they are mindful of the sort of weakness of the economy, but they do realise that they need to move. Cisa, thanks so much for your analysis. That's Cisa Kelly Kobus, fixed income analyst at 91 in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.